These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. I'm back. Yes, you're, I know. You're here. I know now. those past couple of weeks were rough, rough sailing. We didn't know what we were going to do without you. Just rough, murky waters. Yeah. For the Three Shots In vessel. Mm. Um, but I'm back, and I, I put us back on course. You know what I mean? The vessel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm running out of like ship terms. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Port side, I think. Sure. Aft. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm back. I'm back. Yes, I know. Stop. Keep the applause. (laughs) I think that's the yellow button. No, hush. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for joining and for listening. Um, An even bigger thank you to the ones of you that give us money, our beautiful patrons. We love you. And uh, I believe there's at least one extra Patreon video coming out. Or recording, right? I know we have- You just did an extra story. Patreon recordings in the works, yeah. Yeah. We should. Yeah, we got some more coming out. And we do still got to record that uh, that very special Three Shot Cinema that's coming out, which is an exclusive podcast for Patreon. If you're not there, you're square. Yes. Jake- We don't, we don't vibe with squares. Jake's been a busy bee. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on with the baby on the way. But we do still have plans for our Patreon content, and that is in the works. It is. It is. Um, Shots tonight. I don't know where the bottle went. You didn't actually say what episode number this is. Oh, my God. This is episode number 29, and we're talking all about... Feet. Ugh, feet. Foot is actually the word. Yeah, it's gross, and I don't like it. This episode. And that's why I decided to talk about what I'm talking about, which is nothing to do with actual feet, because that's gross. Yeah, Jake did a little offshoot, because you know it's... He has an aversion to feet. I actual do. human feet. I do. I don't like them. He's not a fan. Um, They're gross. But, you know, I anticipated that. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I hate you <laughs> for it. I knew that you would. The moment I saw the topic, I was like, fuck, I'm going to be sick to my stomach when you're talking about your shit. Probably. So I'm glad we don't have guests because they would have done the same thing because they're all assholes. Yeah. So whatever. Shots. We had shots of Peruvian Pisco. You know what? Pisco. I'm going to go get the bottle. I'm going to show you. Okay. While you go get it, I will talk about it. Um, So Pisco, from what we got from the bottle and from the website, is wine, distilled wine liquor. Um, It's essentially vodka made from grapes and and, and literal wine. Um, Here it is. Right here and now, you can see it. It is Caravedo. Mosto Verde. Mosto Verde Pisco. Um, Pisco. And so it is a very unique (laughs) liquor. Um, I can see how this would make great cocktails. 
That's true. We found a really interesting recipe for a Pisco sour. Yes, a Pisco sour. And they had a bunch of recipes on their website, which was great. Um, it would be great for a, for a mixer. Um, Meaning it was god awful to take shots of. It was of. terrible. I hated it. Now, listen, just because it was god awful to take shots of does not mean that the liquor itself is bad quality or. Some some things are just not meant to be shot. Right. You know, this is one of them. You don't take shots of, of Pisco. Or at least this Pisco. You're not supposed to. Um, You know, but a good mixer. It's a solid mixer. It's a little bit stronger in uh, alcohol content than vodka. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Maybe get you a little more, a little more alcohol in your cocktails. Turn it so they can see the fancy painting. They can see the fancy painting right there. Maybe. There you go. (laughs) Uh, It's got a fancy painting. It's pretty cool. It's a really nice bottle. It did have a very distinct flavor that I think would come out more if mixed with the proper ingredients. But as a shot, really didn't enjoy it. Right. And that's true for even the best quality liquors. Um, We just, I mean, we're three shots in. We take shots of liquors for you. We let you know what the experience is like. And I think so far, the only ones we've absolutely enjoyed have been Hemidor Tequila with the proper chaser, a fresh wedge of lime, and Rosemary Gin, also with a fresh wedge of lime. Yes. Um, And that's because we don't shoot everything that we love. You know, we're not sitting here shooting Casamigos every day because we could. It, it would be a beautiful. It would be down. We could finish that bottle. experience if we did. Casamigos is my love very it. favorite tequila. I love Casamigos. Love it. Um, you know, I would love to drink Jaeger every day. I love me some Jaegermeister. I hope I never have to drink it again <laughs> in my whole life. You will because I discovered a cocktail that we're going to try. <laughs> I know. He, you told me about yeah. it. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. That's a future episode. Maybe we, one of us has a German topic or something. I don't know. We'll make it. <laughs> Um, but for now, what are we, what are we drinking? Well, what I'm still drinking, Jacob has finished two whole glasses. Yeah. Mine's gone. It's just pop off, which is bottom shelf vodka, water and agua fresca powder drink mix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's delicious. It is fantastic. Tastes nothing. We specifically got the powdered drink mix, Jamaica hibiscus. It's really good. It tastes like vodka cranberry. Yeah. But it's not bad. Less sugary, honestly. No, I'll give you that. Like then the like cranberry juice, mm-hmm. the what is it, ocean breeze. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Um, but I am feeling parched. Now, luckily for me, I found something in your fridge. Um, what? Uh Zonin Ast Asti. Oh, I found that too. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what it is, but I looked at the back and it had alcohol in it. Um how much? Denamazione di origine con- Okay, we're speaking Italian. I no, have that's absolutely English. no idea how old that is. It's sweet sparkling wine <laughs> <laughs> with 7% alcohol. <laughs> Shall we? Whose is this? Sure, Who bought I, this? No clue. It was probably a gift to me from someone of like months ago. Um there is no like tab to pull <laughs> to like open it, so we're just going to like see if I can there is a dotted line. It looks like that's where you're supposed to like draw the edge of a knife. Okay, this is spinning way too much for a sparkling wine, which I don't know if you know this. I probably don't. This is a fun fact. And by fun fact, I mean an absolutely boring fact that people probably tell you and think they're cool. Okay. Um, so people get sh- uh, sparkling wine and champagne confused. Okay. Because they're basically the same thing. Uh, the only difference is- Sparkling wine tastes better than champagne. You can only call champagne champagne. If it's from Champagne, France. Oh, that I didn't is, know that's that. That's the line. That's the difference. Oh. Yep. It has to come from the Champagne region region of France. Otherwise, it's a sparkling wine. Otherwise, it's sparkling. If you made 
You made champagne at home in Boston or or Cincinnati. You didn't. You, you made didn't. A sparkling you wine. made sparkling wine. Open your eyes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't spill on me. Hey, oh, we're good. Nice. You're an expert at that. All right. Well done. And let's get that poured in here. Hopefully it doesn't taste like vinegar. I have no idea how old it is. Okay. What was it called again? Zonin? Uh, yeah, Zonin. And this is Asti. That's, it tastes like sparkling wine. <laughs> let's transition now into updates. Updates. Interesting. Um, my video editing skills are coming along. The YouTube video or YouTube channel is shaping up. We're straddling the edge of YouTube greatness. Yes, we have been strat. We have been thinking that we've been straddling greatness for yes, a long time, but I, I really do think this time is the time. Yeah, we've been <laughs> under the impression we've been straddling greatness for a very long time. Yeah, we're really. And it there hasn't this time. been true, but this time maybe. Yeah, really exciting. All we need is like one celebrity endorsement. If you're a celebrity and you're watching, <laughs> just share us. You know, well maybe don't. You don't want to get canceled. But like you know, put put three shots in and like the background of like your TV show or maybe you're sure a streamer. You know, and you have three shots and poster in the back. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be really cool. We need to actually sell posters. Yeah, I've been. We have not been I've selling been merchandise. I've been thinking about it. We could we could do it. It's, just, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But we could do it. Yeah. I have some great T-shirt ideas. I think big sellers. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, for me, updates. Personally, life's going exactly the same for me. You moved right? recently. You're yeah. in the process of settling into your new home. Oh, I forgot. It's been a while. Yeah. Since I've been here. So officially moved, um, went to Vegas. For grandma's birthday. For my grandma's birthday. Mm -hmm. um, did did pretty well. I left with basically everything I went with. Oh, nice. nice. That's um, always great. Wasn't the case, right? I was losing, 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 losing. Decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to play video poker, right? Because I can just sit at a video poker machine and enjoy for yourself. hours and it'll cost me like probably $10. Right. It's just a dollar twenty five per hand. And usually you make it back and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I hit a royal flush and got a thousand dollars. It was really exciting. Grandma was like standing next to me, like waiting for a drink or something. And she was like, oh, honey, what does this mean? And I was like, uh, that's a thousand dollars, grandma. <laughs> it was really exciting. Grandma, fucking asshole, was like, oh, honey, look, look, look at my look at my machine. And I look, she won eight hundred dollars. She won six hundred dollars, like four hundred dollars, like a thousand dollars. She made so much fucking money in Vegas. Yeah. It was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not, I'm happy for her. Okay. But a little <laughs> jealous. Um, went to California, visited some people. That was fun. Danny is now 18 weeks pregnant. Um, she has a sweet potato. That's what, that was the, mm, the vegetable sweet, of fruit. Sweet potato size sweet baby. Sweet potato. Right. Um, she's begun feeling kicking. Oh. Which is exciting for me. Um, I haven't felt them because they're kind of in internal kicking. Right. So maybe she's a fucking liar. I don't know. Probably, um, probably not, but, but apparently it's very painful for her. The kicks, not the kicks. Apparently there's something like a posterior upward, blah, 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 blah. Baby's growing into like organs finally and like pushing them out of the way. Yeah. And it feels bad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So that's, what's going on. You know, that basically sums it all up right there. Um, I think it's time, Jessica. If you're good, move on to the uh, the very first wheel spin. Why don't you do the honors? You've been gone long enough. I have been. I'm going to spin all three times tonight. What do you think? Sure. I don't know if I actually clicked the flag, so I clicked it twice. Three times. All right. So we're talking about, about foot or feet. 
Yes. You have to put a foot in your mouth. Whose is it? And it cannot be your spouse. So someone's foot is going in my mouth. Like when we say That's foot. That's an exciting question we for say, you. When we say foot in the mouth, how much foot are we talking? Can we say who's the worst person to put a foot in your mouth? Can we like make it that much more intense? Like who do I least want? Yeah. I, I, I really, really, really don't want who's their feet. Who's got the worst foot that you can think of? You know, my gut is telling me that it's Danny DeVito. Oh, that's, yeah, mine's worse than that. But, oh, fuck. That, I'm thinking AAA list. I need to, I need to lower my, my standards. Yeah, there was uh, one episode of this British uh, show called, I can't remember, like, I have a disease and no one can cure it or something like that. And it was this woman who had, like, excessively sweaty feet. Ugh. So sweaty. I know. Do you? You talked about this before. <laughs> so sweaty that her feet were in a state of like being damp raisins all the time. You know how your fingertips do that? Washing the dishes for like a really yeah. long time. Mm -hmm. That's how her feet were all the time. And the smell was so intense. She like couldn't hold a relationship for very long. And it was like she developed this like fungal infection. Uh, that's who I... <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a rough one this is gonna be a rough episode that is the worst person i could imagine um if a foot had to go in my mouth that's the worst foot i think that i could just imagine right now there okay. might be a worse one out there i just don't know okay well um i'm gonna say uh, <laughs> uh i don't know <laughs> oprah <laughs> I don't know. She probably has really clean feet. She's excessively I can't, clean. I can't think. She and I don't want to think. Like, I don't want to think that low. They're probably perfectly powdered. I don't want to think that low. My she brain. She probably gets pedicures daily. Steve Buscemi. That's gross. I don't want those. Even Terry's feet are worse than that. LeBron James. Those are like bigger than my chest. You want an athlete's foot? No, I don't. That's what we're just, that's what we're saying is the one that we don't want. That's the worst one. Yeah. That's not I, even close to I, as I choose bad LeBron as James. It's not even close to as bad as the one I picked. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Those are probably even bigger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you're more, less worried about yourself gagging and more worried about like how far your cheeks can stretch. No, I don't <laughs> want to do any of this. All of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll accept that. It's gross. Who's that guy that always plays the Russian? He's always like a Russian bad guy. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. He was in, uh, he was in John wick two. He was in John wick two. He was in Hansel and Gretel. He was, he was in, in, um, prison break. What's the Canadian one with the lady cop who's pregnant? Fargo. Fargo. It's not Canadian. That is an American film right there. Is it really? Uh, it takes place in Fargo, North Dakota is where the deal goes down. Oh my the God. The actual crime goes down in like Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that guy, he's in a lot of things. So Him. many things. I feel like his feet are gross. I've never seen his feet on screen. It's probably for a reason. I bet you they're clean enough. They're just very hairy. Ugh. They're probably oddly shaped. Pale. Okay, we're done. We're done. Yay. We did it. Yay. We got through it. We finished the first Will's win. Exciting. That's great. It's awesome. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. Give us a little palate cleanser from all that action. After the feet in Gross. our palettes. Gross. Um, do we need a break or are we ready to go just jump in? I'm good. Okay. All right. So 
I don't like feet. You don't? No. So when you told me that the topic was foot, I thought, oh, there may be a loophole here. And there was, and I found it and I exploited it. You pulled a TJ. And I'll be talking about Bigfoot. Yes. Also known as Sasquatch. Yeti. Or a Yeti. Oh, I saw, I saw a quote. Um, from one of like, I, cause I went on one of those like Bigfoot society websites <laughs> and like they're, they're like at the top of their page. It was like a quote and it was said like, it said Yeti persisted. Get it? Yet he persisted. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Very clever. Wow. It was funny. It was funny. Hilarious. Anyway. So obviously Bigfoot is probably the most well-known cryptid in the United States. And I'm pretty sure we just lost a few listeners <laughs> when I called him a cryptid. Okay. Cause you know. They're, there are they're very diehard. That dedicated oh, yeah. to his existence. 100%. They are pissed that I just said that. But that's okay. Um, because maybe it's, maybe he's real. I don't know. Bigfoot has been spotted over 23,000 times. There are over 23,000 recorded incidents that they have. And probably more that people just went straight to the societies with and the hunters and the watchers and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so... The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, or the BFRO, okay? <laughs> okay, they compiled all of these sightings and they produced the states of the United States that you are most likely to see Bigfoot in. So the places with the most reported sightings, obviously, number one, we got Washington. Okay. Okay, over 2,000. Um, number two is surprisingly not Oregon. Oregon only has 1,000 sightings. Number two is California. Oh. Okay. Number three is when we get weird. Pennsylvania. That is on the other end of the United States. Okay. But just keep listening and it'll form a little pattern and you'll see it. Michigan, New York, Ohio. Okay. If you think about it, they're all, it's Bigfoot's sightings are sticking to the northern part of the United States. Yeah. But number 10, kind of odd, Texas. Oh. Yes. Uh, specifically, by the way, East Texas. So I along the Oklahoma and Louisiana border. Which is where exactly where we are. Exactly where we I are. I meant to <laughs> mention that. Um, you know how you'll be driving down the highway and you see those like gardening um I don't know what you'd call them, not stores, but like sales people. They have like an entire lot that's full of oh, like not just, just plants, plants and shit. Not and just like plants, but like garden decor. And they'll have like the metal cutouts of Bigfoot, small ones, medium, life size. Oh, I have seen those. Yeah. They'll just have them. Like he, you can put them somewhere in your, yeah, the iconic like walking. Yeah. You can put him somewhere in the background of your tree. So you see him out your window and think like, Oh, look, there's a Bigfoot. That'd be hilarious. I would, (laughs) if I was rich, I would buy a lot of those and just place them everywhere. All over the place. Oh yeah. (laughs) That would be so much fun. Uh, but yeah, East Texas specifically, over 800 sightings of Bigfoot. Um, and so I know you're thinking like, wow, I want to see Bigfoot, right? I want to be one of the people that see him. Maybe I'll believe in him and that'd be really cool. Yeah. A lot of people think like, oh, seeing Bigfoot is like cool or neat <laughs> or fun. Yeah. Okay. It's not though. It's not. It's traumatic. Oh. Okay. And I'm going to tell you some stories of people who survived an incident. Just barely. With Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. We're going to start in East Texas. And the reason why we're going to start here is because this story has the least information behind it. There's no names. There's no location. 
Uh, There's no date. Other than East Texas. Just a story that took place in East Texas. Okay. Okay. So a man was out hunting hogs. Hunting hogs. Hunting hogs. Now, that's a very common thing here. We have a lot of hogs in East Texas. And uh, basically the government and, you know, fish and wildlife were basically just like, hunt them whenever the fuck you want. Actually, we'll pay you to kill them. Like, get rid of them. There's too many fucking hogs. Yeah. So people hunt them all the time. So he was hunting hogs. And he's looking downrange. Okay. Going to get himself a hog. When a giant Sasquatch leaps out from the woods. Leaps? Leaps from the woods. Sprints. Picks up one of the hogs and starts sprinting away with it. Okay. Now, he was making a, quote, loud whooping noise as he did it. I'm imagining like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, like a, yeah. like some, you know, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but before the Sasquatch went into the woods with the hog, before he was out of sight, he stopped and he turned around and he stared directly at the hog hunter. Because he knew he was there somehow? Yes. And he growled at him. How close was he? He could be hurt. I mean, close enough that you're going to shoot the hog, but not close enough that you're worried about getting stabbed by the hog. But close enough you could hear the Bigfoot so growl? Probably like 100 yards. I don't think I'd hear a growl at 100 yards. But okay. but the hog hunter did, okay? He was maybe just that good. Yeah. And all while this was happening, he was hearing all sorts of howls in the distance. Whoa. Okay. okay. Lucky to be alive, that man. Sounds like it. Close call. Now, we're going to go into a couple of stories about people who have more backing behind their story. We got names. We got dates. We got places. Okay. 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 So, so these have a little more juice. A little more, a little more juice. Okay. We're going to go October 2012. Okay. Now the article actually came out October 22nd. My birthday. 2012 on your birthday. So it probably happened the day before. So John Reed of Lycans, Pennsylvania and his female friend, she remains unnamed, were camping out in a state park in Jackson Township. Okay. In their suite hot 1973 Dodge Winnebago. Sexy. Yeah. yeah, nothing gets better than a Winnebago. Okay. <laughs> okay. So while minding their own business, doing nothing, they were attacked. Bam. The lights to the Winnebago were smashed. The both headlights at the same time? Yes. Then bang, bang, bang. Reed has no idea what's going on. Rocks are being launched at his rad camper while he's inside helpless. Okay. So pissed. Okay. Reasonably. Yeah. Someone's messing yeah. up his Winnebago, probably caused like dollars of damages. <laughs> he looks outside to see who could be doing this, thinking it's probably just some rascal children messing with him and his awesome right. Winnebago. Right. Some that's when, shitty teens. That's when he sees it. It's hard to keep a straight face during all these. <laughs> a creature that he could only describe as a hairy man ape. That's a direct quote. <laughs> John Reed told police that a large, haunched, and hairy being ran haunched. off. Yes, haunched. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> this is that was a quote. I, I didn't. I didn't have time to look it up. Well, I totally had time. I just didn't. <laughs> uh, that it ran off soon after it began throwing the rocks. Police were skeptical. Okay about this testimony, but John assured them that as a member of the Lycans Valley Sasquatch Hunters, he could be trusted. He knew a Sasquatch when he saw one. Um, so <laughs> local Sasquatch Watchers, the Granite State Sasquatch Watchers, right? Um, they said that Reed's claims were fishy. 
Oh my gosh. They said things. The Sasquatch community did not back him. They did not. They said things don't add up. Okay. And even Eric Altman, Eric Altman. Should I know that name? The head of the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society. Yeah, you should know that name. Whoa. Okay. He says. I'm embarrassed. He said, quote, it's very uncommon for someone to go to police. That's exactly what John Reed did. That's fishy. People don't go to police with Bigfoot stories. They come to the societies. To the societies. Yes. Um, But Reed claims that he has, in fact, seen Bigfoot before and that he knows this was a Bigfoot that terrorized him and vandalized his Winnebago. Okay. So I believe it. I want to know what he was responsible for, how he earned the scorn of the Sasquatch. They all turned on him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, so this in the Sasquatch societies and watchers. Yeah. They all turned on him. They were like, no, you filthy liar. Oh, no. I just mean like if the Sasquatch, because clearly if he went to the police, it there's a good chance it's true. You know? Right. If the Sasquatch attacked him and vandalized his, his Winnebago, what did he do to earn that? Is he must have, he must have pissed off the Bigfoot. Um, maybe he parked over the spot. He parked his Winnebago over the mm-hmm. spot where uh, the Bigfoot has buried his berries. Maybe. We watch alone. They bury them berries all the time. I don't remember that, but yeah, maybe. Uh, no, you're thinking of the guy that just had like a berry pile. Yeah. And then was like shocked that a bear was just eating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's my berry pit. Out in the <laughs> My open. berry hole. <laughs> anyway, um, this is going to confuse you a little bit because August comes before October. Yeah. Okay. But in August of 2012... A Bigfoot was killed in Montana. What? Yes. So Montana Highway Patrol reported to Highway 93 just south of Kalispell. It means nothing to us, but maybe it means something to someone. Maybe. Okay? A creature, a Sasquatch-looking creature, was struck by a vehicle. Okay. Now, Highway Patrol was called in, obviously. Something just died that looks kind of like a really hairy human. This is weird. So they called them, and they showed up. And they quickly discovered that this creature was 44-year-old Randy Tenley <laughs> of Kalispell, uh, Pennsylvania. Sorry, Montana. Was he naked? No. He was dressed in a ghillie suit. Okay. okay a ghillie suit. If you yeah. don't know what that is, it's like a, if you played a video game, it's like snipers wear them. They kind of look like they just like blend in with like the bush. It's like a, like a, a jumpsuit of grass. Of like shrubbery and, and whatever. Yeah, it covers your head and arms and everything. So you just look like a grass man. It's meant for camouflage. Yeah. So why was Tenley reported to be standing in the right lane of Highway 93 in a ghillie suit? By the way, he was standing there when a poor 17-year-old girl hit him with her car. Standing off to the side of the road? No, he was on the road in the highway. Why? Jessica? We can't ask him. Not yet. Okay. Okay. So poor 17 year old girl, her name we don't have because, you know, she was 17. She hits Tenley with her vehicle because she couldn't see him. Okay. Because of the guilt. Now, obviously freaked out. She just hit something large. She pulls over just in time to see Tenley's body lying in the right lane (laughs) of Highway 93 as a 15 year old girl drove over his body. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why was he in the road? Are we going to get there? Okay, hold on. Hold on. So let me, just so I'm following. Yep. He's standing full upright. Yep. Just standing in the road. 17 year old hits him. Yep. 
He's now laying in the road. Uh-huh. 15 year old now runs over his body. Yep. And now what happens? Well, he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he was, he was killed. Um, so they really had nothing to go off of. They could only interview his friends and family and hope to get something off of them. Okay. Um, and after the state troopers did interview the friends and family, they determined that, yeah, they said, yeah, he was trying to get people to call in and report Sasquatch sightings. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess he was standing on the side of the highway. Yeah. And no one was stopping to look at him. So he thought maybe I need to be in the highway. That's so dangerous. Not yes. just for him, but for someone who would like swerve to avoid him. Yes. Uh, troopers said that alcohol may have been involved. Ah, I guess they did not do a toxicology report, so they can't be positive, but they would assume. Okay. Okay. Um, and so unfortunately, um, for Tenley, uh, ghillie suits are most notable for their camouflage, camouflaging yeah. ability. Yeah. Um, and also, unfortunately, two teenage girls uh, killed a man and it was his fault, not theirs. Yeah. But they got to live with that now. So. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. That does super <laughs> suck. Yeah. Those poor girls. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Okay. Uh, I believe Doesn't this is. make you think like this is how he wanted to go? Um, maybe. As like potential Sasquatch. You think, you think it was like a suicide? People do that now. I don't know. For, for a form of suicide, they like jump into traffic. Do you think he was like, fuck it? I want, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go out with a bang. Not only will I commit suicide, but I want people to wonder if I was Sasquatch first or something. I don't know. No, apparently he, he wanted for there to be more reports of Sasquatch sightings. He wanted to do it, so it was like a, lived an elaborate Montana. prank. Probably. He wanted to scare people and then go home. He wanted to get news media to show up saying that Sasquatch was spotted and only he knew that it was him and it was funny or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, he did it at night. In a ghillie suit. In a ghillie suit and got hit by two cars. So. One after the other. Yeah. Okay. Um, this next one, this is the last one, is for whatever reason held in the highest regard of uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch hunters and believers. Okay. okay. They hold this man's story at like the apex of Bigfoot stories. All right. And I don't fully understand why, but I'll let you decide. Okay. December 1981, Mike Wooley was deer hunting in the woods close to uh, Keechi, Louisiana. Probably not pronouncing that right. Uh, he sat in his deer stand, was waiting for some deer to pass through in the field in front of him. After some time, he did spot a deer. A deer came sprinting into the clearing directly in front of him and stopped and took a moment to rest. Now, Wooly has hunted deer many times before. Deers don't just randomly sprint. They sprint when they're being chased or when they're scared. So he's thinking, uh-oh. There's a big predator Something nearby. is hunting this deer. Mm -hmm. So he waits, and then he spots that behind the deer, he sees it. A seven to eight foot tall, black, hairy, humanoid creature. Clearly, someone was trying to scare Wooly. His friends knew where he was going. He liked this hunting spot. Someone was trying to scare him. So he began yelling at them, you know, calling them all sorts of names, blah, blah, blah. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're ruining my fucking day, blah, blah, blah. The person said nothing. Um, Ruli, Wooly, sorry, was curious. So he raised his rifle at the person to look at it through the scope. Um, and he inspected 
this person. And that's when he realized this wasn't a person in a suit. This was, in fact, a Bigfoot. Whoa. Yes. Once he made this uh, inspection, okay? Yes. And decided this was a Bigfoot. Yeah. The Bigfoot let out a loud roar, scared Wooly. What scared him even more was that the roar was answered by whistles out in the woods. Ew. The Bigfoot then stopped roaring and was whistling back. Clearly, this is some kind of Bigfoot language. I mean, okay. Maybe there's more than one, okay? Yeah, well, yeah. Wooly then began hearing something big move in his direction. Ew. Clearly, he jumps the fuck off of his tree stand and begins hauling ass to his truck. Yeah. Okay. While the Bigfoot, the one that he saw, was hot on his trail, he turned and he fired a warning shot off towards the Bigfoot, and this made the Bigfoot kind of hold back a little bit. Okay. So it wasn't quite as close to him. Slowed it down. And this gave him time, time that Wooly desperately needed. He needed to get into his truck and he needed to drive away, and he did just that. But as he was driving away, he saw a second Bigfoot darting out of the woods right where his truck was passing, meaning these Bigfoots, that's what he calls them, had planned to get him because one was very clearly going around to cut him off in the road. Right. Seems kind of weird. I mean, if I were in his shoes, that would be very weird. Yeah. Tried to cut him off. Um, Well, this scared Wooly and he went on to search for more answers in finding and proving that big Bigfoots are real. He does call them Bigfoots, not big feet. Okay. Or not just, not just the plural Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoots. Um, he, he actually produced his own movie. He was featured on multiple episodes of different shows that were hunting Bigfoot on like the travel channel and like history and shit like that. So the true documentary. That's right. Until he died in 2019. But he was known as like the swamp ape hunter or something like that. That's what they called him. The swamp ape hunter? Yeah. Wow. Swamp ape. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That sounds like, I don't know, someone or something in the swamp. It's hairy. Yeah. Probably jacked. It sounds like he's just chasing people who live in the swamp. (laughs) That are hairy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, this, this story, all of these stories, they leave us with questions. Okay. Is Bigfoot real? Is Bigfoot a killer or is Bigfoot just a dick? Right. Sounds like an asshole to me. Just wants to scare the fuck out of you. Is Bigfoots the plural of Bigfoot? Are Bigfoots. Are they? No. Is Bigfoots the name? Are Bigfoots. Is Bigfoots the plural of Bigfoot? Oh. Yeah. Maybe you should listen to the whole sentence. Important question. Um, The answer is yes. Um, These answers may never be discovered, Jessica. (laughs) But they can with your support. Look up your local Sasquatch or Bigfoot Society and donate now. We encourage you. The answers are out there. And with your help, they can find them. I would say we, but I'm I'm not going to help. But with your help, they can do some good work. Jacob doesn't care enough about the truth. No. But you might. No, I'm comfortable living in my, my bubble of lies. But you probably aren't, listener. So go support them, you know. <laughs> are you going to donate money to a politician? No. Donate that money to your Bigfoot Society, okay? Guarantee you got one. Right. Look them right. up. Find your find your local, what is it, charter, chapter, whatever. Chapter, probably. Find them and donate to them. Maybe join them. I don't know. Do some Bigfoot hunting yourself, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's my Bigfoot stories. I just wanted people to know 
that Bigfoot um, will attack and try to kill you. It's not just a cute little occurrence. He won't just walk by your little mine encampment all long-armed, <laughs> okay? He'll come for you. Whoa. So. You don't hear that every day. No. People need to know the truth. They do. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that knowledge that we could not have had without you. That's what I do. That's why I'm here. It's for this reason. You know, let's go on a break. Let's contemplate. Yeah. The yeah, truth. We should. We yeah. should. Thank you all. And we'll see you very soon. Foot. Gosh. So gross. Feet. They um, just, they, they walk on everything. They get sweaty and stinky. Toes and. It's gross. Why do they grip stuff? They shouldn't grip. Grip things. What do you like mean? People like pick up like pencils off the floor. Oh, well, that's with just. Like their toes. That's just, you know, the strength of the toes you have. That's. Yeah, I don't like that. Toe strength. I don't like that. No. If only there was like a better strength out there. Better than toe strength? Yeah. Like, like toes aren't going to last forever. You know, they're not going to last generations, you know? <laughs> okay. You know what does last generations? What's that? Natural wood. Mm, I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just so happens. Yeah. I know someone who makes quality natural wood products. Well, who's that? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours. But that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic. And it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us just like we love you. You ever wake up the next morning after a wild night of drinking and your foot just hurts, you know, turns out you see a video posted on social media. You kicked a midget in the jaw or something. No, I've never had anything like that. Well, that that happens to people and they don't remember it. And then not only do they not remember the night before, but they feel terrible. Why do they feel terrible, Jessica? Because they have a hangover. I hate hangovers. Everyone hates hangovers. They suck. If only there was someone out there that made a little sticker to go on your arm that would just prevent a hangover from ever even happening. I know someone who does that. Um, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Party patch. Hell yeah, party patch. Think like a nicotine patch, how it pumps that nicotine straight into your arm so that you don't have to smoke your dirty little cigarettes anymore. But replace the nicotine with vitamins. Perfect. I love vitamins, but I just never remember to take them. 
All you have to do is put this stinky little sticky patch on your arm or your thigh or your fucking stomach or neck or wherever you want, really. Put it in your taint. I don't care. Put it somewhere. 30 minutes before you begin drinking and guess what? No hangover the next day. You should go to partypatch.com and use promo code three shots and it'll give you 10% off a checkout or even better. If you don't like, you know, thinking just go to three shots I know you have a bookmarked on your home screen. Just have it there. <laughs> Boom. Go to three shots You can click the link, take you right to party patch and you can use promo code three shots and still get that 10% off party on shot heads. Enjoy. Well, it's August, you know, that it the is. holidays are fast approaching. People don't think about it. Still got, oh, I still got four months, four months. That's to no buy time. Gifts. No time at all. They're, the good ones are going to be gone in two. Yep. Okay. You know what? You should be buying your loved ones this holiday season. Bottles on bottles of liquor. Booze. No one can afford liquor in this economy. Okay. The only way to afford quality liquor is to subscribe. And thanks to Pour More, you can do this. For only 50 bucks a month, you can get one bottle of premium selected liquor delivered straight to your door. They have, I believe, whiskey, bourbon, scotch, and tequila. And mezcal. There we go. Or if you're like me, you don't really want just one. You want the whole variety. You can get the bartender pack. They send you one random bottle from any of the other packs. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. You'll build up your stock for only 50 bucks. The point of pour more is to broaden your boozy horizons. Every month you get a brand new bottle, a bottle you can share with friends and family, maybe a bottle you can gift. A bottle that you'll love. Go to threeshotsin.com, click the link, go to pour more. The link is really complicated. That's why you have to go to the website and click it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got all sorts of letters and numbers and shit. Enjoy. Jess. Yeah. Um, so you know how they made that new Star Trek show? No. Well, they did. They made a new <coughs> Star Trek show that's supposed to be a prequel to the Star Trek that everyone knows, like with like Spock and like, what's his name? Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Yeah. 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 It's a prequel to that. So okay. Spock's still there, um, played by a new guy. Now, now a third or fourth guy. Sure. Um, but the captain isn't, isn't Kirk. It's some other dude. And it's called Star Trek, I think, Brave New Worlds, something like that. Okay. Um, you know, same story as any other fucking Star Trek. It's just a ship of people voyaging through space and the shenanigans that happens to them along the way. <laughs> Sounds okay. like fun, honestly. Sure. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, well, in the most recent episode. Uh-oh. Okay. Now, I, I've never watched the show. I've never really been interested in Star Trek, so why why start now? Okay. Um. But this last one, this last one kind of, kind of picked up in the news, you know? Oh yeah. That doesn't sound so good. We'll see. This episode was titled subspace Rhapsody. And what happens is the, the ship is traveling through space, just like they do in every other Star Trek when bam, they get hit with a cosmic wave. Oh no. Are they under attack? Is their ship damaged? I don't know. Is it a musical? But for some reason, yeah, everyone is singing. Mm -hmm. So odd. 
Yeah, they've done that before. <laughs> Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Well, you're about to look it up. Go on YouTube right now. Look up Star Trek Subspace Rhapsody, and we're going to listen to the song that first plays when they get hit by the shockwave. The three-minute long one, the first one? Oh, yes, the lyric video. What's it called? Status Report. Status Report. Please, Jessica, um, play that. Now, for legal reasons, we'll probably only play like 10 seconds of it. <laughs> um, but she will, in fact, be listening to this entire thing. Please. Mitchell, what just hit us? No other ships in this sector, sir. Ensign Ahura, are you patched in the comms? Reporting from engineering first, sir. Mr. Swag? The intermix chamber and containment field are stable. What the fuck? Star Trek has a lot of weird shit in it. So this this like a uh, Hollywood fucking strike is uh still going. It is. Been on for a while now. Yeah. Everything is getting delayed. Okay. And I'm getting pissed. About your shows. Yeah. Now I have to wait even longer for some shit. And literally their demands are kind of bullshit. Have you have you read about it? I have not been curious. Most of their demands make sense. Like their heaviest demand was like, hey, if you're gonna use my face and appearance and body and all the shit for like AI. Okay. Like you got to pay me for it, which makes perfect sense. Did you watch, of course you didn't watch it, but I mean, I haven't watched it either. The new flash movie. So the flash right goes like through time and dimensions and whatever. And all sorts of people are shown as like Superman and Batman and all this stuff, all the former actors and whatever, because he's going through all these dimensions. Okay. And like even uh, Nicholas Cage, appeared as Superman because he was almost sort of Superman for a minute there. Um, he wasn't paid for any of that because they used AI to make a person look like Nicolas Cage as Superman. So that's one of their biggest things is like, if you're going to use my face with AI, like you're going to pay me for it. Okay. Makes perfect sense. Sure. They're totally on board with that. Here's where I'm not on board. Okay. okay. They're all like, oh, we want more money. We should get more money. Um, some of you, sure. But the vast majority, absolutely not. We should be paying our writers more. You haven't you've been writing garbage. A lot of it has been really bad writing. Terrible writing. Fine. You know what? Yes. Let's double the writer's salary because then they'll fire half the writing staff. That's what I was saying. So Terry is much in the same boat as you. Yeah. I'm, I don't care to be honest. I'm not a writer. I'm never going to be a writer. This just has nothing to do with me. So I don't feel one way or the other about it, honestly. Um, and I don't. I don't have a lot of knowledge about why it's happening just, you know, to be clear. Yeah. Um, but Terry brought this up and had a lot of the same points as you. And so I was like, okay, so pay them more. You're not going to have the budget to pay a bunch of shitty writers to do shitty jobs. All the people who are shit are going to get fired. And the yeah. people who are good, who actually return good stories that retain viewers are the ones who are going to yeah. make the big bucks, who are going to stick around. That's what's going to happen. Why do you have a team of like 20 to 30 people writing and it's garbage? Why is that happening? That shouldn't happen. Why would it take 13 people to write a bad story? 30. 30 is what you said? 25 to 30. God. 
Yes. Yeah, that sounds like something that needs to change. Yes. Too. I also agree that that needs to change. Yes. Give them raises and then fire over half of them. So the biggest one that I do not agree with, like what the fuck are you guys doing? Okay. Is they're pissed that a lot of them are making movies and TV shows that end up on streaming services and they're not getting paid for it. They're not getting paid any um, residuals. residuals or royalties uh, because they're on the streaming platform. That okay. all goes to the company. So they're freaking out about that, saying you should be paying. If someone watches, if my movie goes on Netflix and it gets 200,000 watches, I should be paid for that. I mean, I don't know. I That makes sense to me. Trickle down to everyone who was involved in making it. False. Makes sense. False. Because what it should be is you are not, you were not paid for that to be on a streaming service. We own it. We can do what we want with it. You were paid to write it. You were paid. No, no. You were paid to act in it. Oh, we're talking about you actors. Were, now? Yes. Yes. That's what that, that's who's complaining about it. Okay. You were paid to act in a role in this film set. You did just that. Now we're going to do what we want with this intellectual property that we own. If you want some sort of royalty or residuals from a streaming platform, negotiate that in your fucking salary. Other actors have done it. People, all the fucking kids on Stranger Things, they all get a piece of that. But what happened was they took all of them, got paid shit for filming. Mm -hmm. They got paid basically nothing because they negotiated to have percentages of the uh, streaming revenue. Okay. So now they all make a fuck ton of money. Cool. That's what you should do. You got to take the, you got to take the gamble. Look at a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was the first one that did it with like the Marvel movies. Okay. Instead of being paid millions of dollars to film, he accepted the minimum that he was allowed, which was $100,000. Yeah. But he wanted a percentage of the movie. Yeah. And they gave it to him because they got him for a crazy discount. Mm -hmm. He made a billion dollars off of the late Last Avengers movies. Not a billion, hundreds of millions of dollars off of the it'll Last Avengers a, movies. It'll probably be a billion after a few more uh, years. Probably after all of his Marvel shit that he's done, yeah. he's probably been earned up to that. Yeah. But like he's made a crazy amount of money because he did that. He negotiated that. Yeah. So why are you going on strike? Because you don't know how to negotiate. I mean, you lame as shit and I hate you. Yeah. I just, I, I have no insider knowledge on it. I've never done that job or hired people to do that job. So I just don't have an opinion and I, it just doesn't matter to me a whole lot. Well, it should matter, Jessica, <laughs> but because, because of them, Yellowstone is on hold. 1923 is on hold. Stranger Things oh. was supposed to start filming and they're not because everyone's on strike. I mean, they were already taking a long ass time. It wasn't going to come out until the summer of 2025. Okay. And now it'll be even later than that. All right. Fuck you. My movies, fucking Dune Part 2 is probably going to be pushed a whole fucking year. Fucking Dune. Fuck. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> fucking Dune, dude. <laughs> oh my God. How dare you? You make me wait like three fucking years for Dune part two. And you're going to take that from me because some actors don't know how to fucking negotiate on a fucking contract. Fuck okay. all these guys. You, they're all a bunch of pompous little assholes. Make my shows. Keep me, <laughs> keep me happy. You motherfuckers. Entertain me monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, bidets, dude. No, there's no fucking joke. Like, oh. I really want one. Oh my God. They're not that expensive. No, I just bought one. So I went to Danny's aunt's house and she had a bidet and she was like, use it. And I was like, no, no, I won't. Of course I did. <laughs> I had to know, right? It was game changing. I was like, oh my God, I've never felt so clean before. <laughs>
It's amazing. Um, so I purchased the same one. It was only like 30 bucks on Amazon. It was wonderful. Now I didn't have the money to purchase like one of those like heated bidets. So like it's cold water coming straight at you. Oh, wow. But you know, it's still nice. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you dip your foot in the pool and it's like, Ooh, but then it's fine. Uh huh. Just like that. But on your butt, on your butthole. <laughs> Shocking and then refreshing. And it has a little pussy spray. <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It has a butthole shooter, right? Just a straight line. Uh-huh. And it's got like a pussy, like, like shower head spray. Terry didn't know the difference. <laughs> he fired it at his balls. <laughs> hey, Jess. Yes. Have you heard that new doja? No, but I really wanted to. Oh, uh, dude, whip it out. Dude, wasn't it good though? I loved it. Solid, solid Doja song right there. What was her, the song she released just before that? It was her intro to her album. She just did it. I don't know. I don't follow her that closely. I just heard it on the radio today. So that's the newest and I knew Doja you had you've to hear heard? It. Yeah. You haven't seen, oh my God, we have to do that before we move on. Attention. You haven't seen the video? Uh, I don't think attention? so. No. Ooh. I've definitely never seen the video. I don't watch a lot of music videos. Okay, I got you. They kind of lost the juice for me. Well, goddamn. Yeah. I have heard that song. I didn't see the music video. The music video is great. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's a great music it's video. It's super simple. It's nothing like crazy, mm-hmm. but I loved it. No. Doja, can, Doja fucking kills it. And that was the break. It was. It's over. It's done. And as promised, I will be spinning the wheel. Animal feet are eaten all the time all over the world. Pigs, frogs, etc. Okay. What animal's feet would you most likely eat if you had to? This is a gun to your head sort of situation. You got no option. You got to eat an animal's feet. Which animal? Probably pig's feet. They pickle them. Mom and grandma have made it sound like they're really good. Mom at least has. I haven't tried them, but I've been curious. It looks really disgusting to me. I wouldn't necessarily try it if I didn't have to, but I would, you know, if it was a gun to my head type of situation. What about you? Um, Hummingbirds. I want. It would like, be so small you couldn't even tell you. Well, and they, their feet never touch shit. <laughs> um, you don't know that they might shit in their nests. You shit in your nest. It's disgusting. I don't have a nest. But if you did, you'd probably shit in it, wouldn't you? Probably, but I don't have one. It's gross. God. Okay, whose feet are you eating? You probably shit in your little little barn stall, don't you? Oh, God. Take a shit right there. An animal with feet, and I'm eating these feet. Crocodile. Why? Um, I feel like they don't use their feet all that often. They do. What do you mean? They do use their feet. They don't really run around. They walk along the bottom of the rivers. Ew, they walk on the bottom? I take it back. <laughs> That's gone. That's disgusting. Um, snakes. They don't have feet. So you're just going to pick one up and lick its belly. Ew. No. <laughs> okay. We're going to go with an animal that has clean 
I don't know that an animal would have clean feet. This animal does. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Platypus. You're wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. Beaver. Same problem. Seal. I mean, I guess. Oh, we got a winner? Sure. Do seal have feet? They have flippers. What did you call those feet? They're kind of like feet. They walk on them. The front two. I would. All right. I mean, seal feet. <laughs> yeah, because that's the least likely to be gross. They're the least likely to step and walk in shit. But they will, just not as much as maybe other things. I have better chances then. Better odds yeah. with a seal. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, you know what they say when you're dealing with a seal. What do they say? I mean... I needed slightly more time than that to think about a kiss from the rose pun, but I guess here we are. <laughs> Is it kiss from the rose? Kiss on the rose? It's kiss from a rose. Kiss from a rose? I think so. Yeah. Kiss by a rose on the rose. You know what I mean? Though it's kiss by a rose though in the song. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is from a rose. Kiss from a rose. If that's how it is in the song, that's probably the title. They weren't very creative with their song titles in the 90s. No, they also used fucking George Clooney's bat nipples in the actual music video. <laughs> Those were some nice bat nipples, though. The perkiest bat nipples you've ever seen. I really um, liked them. I'm not eating those animals' feet, you know? No. Bats? Yeah, no. They walk all up in their poopy, their poopy little poops. Just about every animal with feet does. They walk in poop? Yeah. Name six. Just kidding. Don't Six do that. animals that walk in their poop? Yeah, I don't want to wait. Easily. No, I don't want to wait. Any animal at all. That's on naming them. Elephant, cow, pig, chicken. All the ones you already eat walk in their shit. I don't eat chicken feet. No, I know. I said every animal with you feet. Think, you think frogs walk in their poop? Yeah. They probably don't. They Is probably, it kind of like poop and then just like jump away? If they're in a restaurant, it doesn't probably doesn't mean they caught them and then cooked them for you. They probably have like a tank full of them that are for eating. If they're in a tank, they're shitting in the tank. You think they farm grow fucking frogs? Probably, yeah. Oh, all right. Fuck. You're getting shit in your mouth. I should have said crab or lobster. <laughs> Everyone eats their feet. They're walking in shit all the time. Other animals shit. They're bottom feeders. They eat dead things. They're ev- basically giant bugs. Everyone eats their feet. Yeah, because they boil them. They walk in what? They're what? Shit and so decaying corpses. That's what they eat. You know, every day I live in this world. Yeah. I understand the plight of the vegans. Okay. And I yearn to join them, but also they're the worst and I hate them. (laughs) So so I won't do that. Okay. Yeah. Animals are gross. I hate them. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) that was fun. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one. Here we go for Jessica's story now. Jess. Yes. You have a foot-related mystery? I do. If I'm correct. But first, we're going to talk about a special kind of drink. A cocktail. A cocktail. A sour one. With feet? A sour foot? No, no. A sour toe. Oh. That's right. I talked about this on the live. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah, before we were planning on recording, I shared with everybody the notes I had taken on the sour toe cocktail. So obtaining the ingredients of the sour toe cocktail is a bit tricky. The recipe though is very simple. The recipe includes however much alcohol and whichever kind you would like in a cocktail glass, minimum one ounce, 
along with one mummified human toe. Oh, yes. Which is fucking gross. It's really disgusting. We posted pictures on our social media, and if you're interested in seeing that, please check that out. I have here some quotes from USA Today, served up at the downtown hotel's Sourdough Saloon in Dawson City, City Canada, is the cocktail. Um, it's connected to a legend that dates back to the 1920s about bootlegging brothers who placed one of their frostbitten toes in some moonshine. Yeah, that's how it's got it got its name. And in 1973, the preserved toe, which means preserved in salt, was discovered and the sour toe cocktail was born. Um, people travel from all over the place, all over the world, to show up in Canada, Dawson City specifically. Oh yes, the sour toe cocktail is known worldwide. It's famous or infamous? It's infamous. Not to all, For everybody. being absolutely fucking disgusting. Anyway, some tourist from Australia, his name was Jacob Shute, uh, showed up in Dawson City, Canada in order to drink the sour toe cocktail himself. He said, it was just one of the thing, one of the things I had to go do. So I guess at this point, just under 100,000 people have showed up to drink it and receive official certification that they did. Um, in the article that I actually linked to the post that has the pictures of this cocktail, which is as horrific in reality as you're imagining. It's worse. It's, it is so clearly a mummified toe. It's this like decayed, raisin textured, dark toe. It's clearly a toe. The nail is still on it. And um, they just plop that into some whiskey. It's it's so gross. Uh huh. If any listener has partaken of of the sour toe uh -huh. cocktail, um, number one, like email us your certificate and maybe a selfie with it or something. <laughs> number two, you're fucking gross. Jacob judges you. Stop listening. You're not the type of listener I want. <laughs> <laughs> fucking toe liquor. All right. So. Uh, I linked the um, article I found with this Australian gentleman, Jacob Shute, in it, and there's a video attached to the article in the video, laminated on the table and taped down in front of him, is a warning that reads, Sour Toe Rules. Follow the captain's instructions. Membership will be forfeit if you chew, suck, bite, or put the toe in your mouth. If the toe is swallowed, you must pay a $2,500 fine. No refunds. Jacob said, said that the toe captain holds the toe in his hand and says, you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch this gnarly toe. He waves it in front of your nose as well, he says, and then just drops it into your drink and you just do the shot. Um... <laughs> Adam Girl, who is the general manager of Downtown Hotel, he said, we've had the chief medical officer of the Yukon look at it and give it a clean bill of health. As long as we keep the toes mummified, which we do by keeping them on salt and serving it in 40% alcohol, that keeps everything legal. He's also explained that the toes are donated to the hotel. They have about 10 toes in rotation as of October 2019, which is exactly what it sounds like. There are only 10. You're drinking a shot. It's with a, a used toe, toe. Several thousand people have taken shots with. One of the big toes they have in their possession that is currently in rotation. Any toe is allowed, by the way, but one of them 
which is a big toe, came from a British Marine who lost it to frostbite during the Yukon Arctic Ultra Marathon last winter. More recently, another man donated, donated a toe that he lost to gout. Yeah. Girl says, so that'll be up and running for next summer. Speaking of the gout toe. And they're always open, uh, keeping their stock up, uh, accepting toes in person or by mail to anyone who's willing to donate one. Um, the manager also said, we had one guy swallow one. Okay. Couple of them have been stolen. And after a certain period of time, we retire them. We retire them before they start, you know, wearing down. <laughs> Adding that they normally get about five years out of each toe before they need to give it a rest. How do you think they, you know, quote unquote, give it a rest? I don't know, but I was really entertained trying to think of like a tiny funeral. <laughs> no. Do you think like one unfortunately lucky individual gets to swallow the toe? The toe? No, no. I bet they incinerate it. Why? What do you mean why? Why? You can just have someone pay double to swallow it. I don't know. I don't I don't have any toes that I just fucking rent out to people. You don't even know anything about your stories. I knew a lot, actually. Yeah. Anyway, that is one of my foot stories because toes come off of feet, you know? I hated that. Is your other one worse? I don't think so. Okay. Well, at least there's that. Anyway. I got this from an article on all that's interesting, but I knew about it way before. The Mystery of the Salish Sea Feet. Never heard, Never of, it? heard of it. Well, let me tell you. <sighs> August 20th, 2007. A 12-year-old girl on a beach with her parents in Jedediah Island in British Columbia, Canada, came across a blue and white sneaker that had washed up uh, out onto the sand. Okay. It was a men's size 12, and it contained a rotting human foot. It's unfortunate. Yes. A second foot appeared. Same shoe? Nearby, on Gabriola Island, not far away, both were right feet wearing different shoes. February 8th, 2008, yet another male right foot washed up on Valdez Island. This time it was size 11. May 22nd, a female right foot was found on Kirkland Island, also not far away, tied up in a blue and white sneaker of a brand called New Balance. You may be familiar with it. Very. June 16th, two hikers on Westham Island found the first left foot and a right foot that matched was found earlier on Valdez Island. August 1st, a camper discovered a male right a male right foot inside a black size 11 shoe in Pisht, Washington. The first find on the U.S. side of the border severed feet seeming to be a Canadian thing. Police suspected the currents may have carried the specimen across the international maritime border, just 10 miles to the north. Then November 11th. Which is my and Terry's anniversary. Wow. Such a special day. A woman's left foot was found in the Fraser River in Richmond. The shoe brand, also New Balance, DNA testing matched that matched it to the, the foot that was found on Kirkland Island. Okay. To, to date, 20 feet have washed up in that area. 20. So there's a killer out and they're wearing shoes still. Why is it only feet? Why are no heads being found? Or so, hands. when I first heard this story, and a lot of people had the same sort of response, I thought, oh my God, something terrible is happening. And the reality of it, it's not great what's happening, but the mystery has been solved. Okay. I'm here to tell you what the solution is. A hospital that amputated feet with shoes on? <laughs> no. Who was just tossing the feet in <laughs> no, like no, the no. current? 
almost all of the feet that washed up on these beaches of these islands all in the same area, almost all of them were wearing tennis shoes or hiking boots. Obviously, people exploded with conspiracy theories about drowned migrants being smuggled in cargo ships. Ships that sank, maybe. Oh, but that wouldn't answer to why only feet were found. No, it wouldn't. Uh, They talked about victims of plane crashes that lost their feet somehow. Suspicions of some kind of weirdo foot fetish serial killer. Yeah. And and on that note, Dan Cummins actually on Time Suck released an episode uh, not too long ago about Jerry Brudos. He is the shoe fetish slayer. Oh, and he liked them New Balances? No. No, he hated them. He liked them sexy, strappy heels. It made him horny. If he saw a woman wearing them, he would kill her and take her feet. And put them in New Balances. Or take pictures of her feet after she died. That type of stuff. And and then put her feet in New Balances. No New Balances, Jacob. Where are the New Balances coming from? I'll get there. I'm just saying. It's a really good episode and you should really go listen to it. Anyway, all of this stuff and all of these conspiracy, conspiracy theories that rose, someone in Norway was inspired even to write a crime novel based on the beach feet. <laughs> the beach feet? The beach feet. That's what I'm calling them. Obviously super alarming. People don't really like to find, you know, dismembered body parts on beaches. So researchers were tasked with solving the mystery, and they did so with pig carcasses. Okay. So bodies, drowned ones especially, usually sink. Sure. If something does die and sink to the sea floor, bottom feeders, shellfish like shrimp, lobsters, and crabs, will skeletonize and disarticulate a body very quickly, depending on the conditions. As little as three days. They can eat a whole body. An entire adult human body. Is that just like one or is that like a team? It's a bunch of them. Okay. There's so many down there. So what this means is that feet are very quickly separated from the rest of the body. Oceanography professor Parker McCready of the University of Washington found that the Salish Sea provides perfect conditions to push the disarticulated feet toward the shore after they have separated from a body. Okay. Things that float to the ocean's surface move with the currents, but also are pushed a little by the wind, and this can be significant in getting them to shore. The prevailing winds here, around the Salish Sea, are west to east, and so floating stuff in this part of the Pacific gets blown to the coast effectively. Tennis shoes today are more likely to float. Very often they're designed to have air pockets inside them, like the tongue or the sole or whatever, just to make them more comfortable. That's why they call them Air Jordans. Maybe. Probably not, but... They got extra air in them. Who knows? Thus, disarticulated feet wearing tennis shoes or hiking boots are more likely to wash up on a beach. Someone else pointed out, notice that there are no feet washing ashore in stiletto heels or flip-flops. Right. It's all tennis shoes or hiking boots. But whose feet are they? Yeah. To answer your question, Jacob... National Geographic reported investigators were able to use DNA to connect the feet to many missing persons reports, but none of them were missing as a result of foul play, provably. Uh Uh-oh. Most had been missing for more than a year. One of the feet found belonged to a fisherman who'd been missing since 1987, and almost all of them had died accidental deaths or suicides. In the ocean? In the ocean. Um, This is a quote from British Columbia Coroner's Service. They said, we found there's nothing suspicious in any of them. It appears that the feet become disarticulated from the body naturally with time as the bodies decompose and are eaten by sea life or other marine organisms. 
they are released, float up to the surface because of the specific kind of shoe, and nature kind of just takes care of the rest. Wind and the current just kind of take them to these islands. Someone else explained, the material in the running shoes or hiking boots is too tough for anything to eat through, obviously, and some of them have air in them or rubber soles. That's what causes them to float. So these are people who, I don't know, died on accident, heart attack, you know, in the middle of fishing or swimming or something like that. People who fell off of cliff sides or drowned on accident. They were alone or something like that. That's what happened to most of them. Or it was suicide. One of them was a woman, the woman, actually, who both her feet had been found. She had jumped off a bridge and committed suicide, but her body was never recovered. So they couldn't verify she had died. Look, I have a follow-up question. Okay. How dumb do you think we are? (laughs) And that's the royal you, not you. The foot killer is still out there. He's out there. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Oh, there's no foul play involved with any of the feet that were found up on the shore. They've obviously been bribed. We could tell that every single one was just a casual little accidental death. Okay, (laughs) they're protecting the foot killer. Who's the foot killer? Someone high up, probably. Probably a politician. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I have. That was a mystery. So that started in 2007. That's still a mystery. It was one of the very first episodes I ever heard on the very first podcast I ever listened to. It was a long time ago. And I didn't know it had been like solved to this extent. But there you go. That's the. That's the foot mystery of. of, The Salish Sea. Yeah. I. A feet beach. It was not solved. It was not solved. Excuses were made. Cover-ups were planned. Don't like that. I don't like that at all. I scoured the internet trying to find like what people's crazy theories were about it. Um, Mostly it was reporters trying to make it seem like something it wasn't. It was, you know, the like forums and Reddit and other places and stuff that usually you expect like, like they try to do their like little sleuthing you know, let's solve this mystery type of stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, let's talk about, is it paranormal? Because that was one thing one person had mentioned. They thought it was like, I don't know, like it's a foot bandit is out there <laughs> stealing people's feet He's and just throwing them in the ocean. Yep. Yeah. So I'm sure some people still think that that seemed to wrap it up pretty nicely for me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Makes a lot of sense. One or two. Sure. All of them. Anybody who dies in that area Wearing that kind of shoe, their foot is going to be protected from sea life and float up to the surface and end up on a beach. One or two. I'll give them that. You named so many more than that. 20. No, no, that's a cover up. That's someone with a famous last name has a son who's a little freak. Foot freak. He's going out there and he's killing people and he's cutting off their ugly new balances and he's... Tossing those in the ocean or the river. Feet freak are the freaks are the worst kind of freak. So yeah, maybe it's that you're probably right. I hate that. It's TJ. <laughs> what if it's TJ? What <laughs> if, what if that's freak? his thing? He's, he's the foot killer. He's the foot bandit. He's responsible for feet beach. Maybe we need to open up Footgate right now <laughs> and, and solve this. Let's that's, in the meantime, spin the wheel one more time. Fine. We can, we can do that. Yeah. Okay, the wheel spun and the wheel spin that Jessica made me put as the final wheel spin of the day. Here we go. It's totally random. Would you drink 
the sour toe cocktail? If not, as you know, my answer would be, what would it take to get you to drink it? So just so you know, I don't think I would just drink it. I would need to get like, you, you need have to something sweeten the pot for me. Yeah. You need to get something out of it. Yeah. Like it, not just a certificate. Like, Hey, you did it. And look, I'm, you know, Mr. No name who works in this bar. I'm going to sign it, you know, as verification. That doesn't matter to me. Pictures don't matter. Friends seeing me do it doesn't matter to me. I would want to get paid. Yeah. I want, I want some cash flow. You pay me to do it. Mm-hmm. I would need four digits at least to put that anywhere near my mouth. How about this? You pay my month's rent and utility bills mm-hmm. for the month of, you know, let's just say October. And you pay for all of my drinks before I drink the toe drink. It's going to be a lot. going to be a hefty bill. Meaning you'll be able to be drunk before you have to drink that. I'll be so intoxicated that I risk swallowing the toe. And you probably won't remember anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Realistically, that's what it takes, but also realistically like a cool 200. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. That was way easier than I thought. Uh, it turns out I'm pretty, I'm a pretty cheap little slut. So mm-hmm. cheap yeah. Date. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you to do a whole lot for very little. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot more for a lot less, you know, <laughs> so, ah, but that's all right. Neither here nor there. Well, please like rate and subscribe. Visit our website at threeshotsin.com. There we have many links for you. One to our PayPal single time donation, one to our Patreon subscription, uh, which is great. And you should definitely check that out. But we also have links to our um, uh, sponsors and affiliates. You should definitely check out those. Uh, Jake, what are we talking about next week? Uh, Well, we didn't decide. And since you decided foot, I'm going to decide the next one. Cage. No. Starts with an S. Steve. Slip. Slope. Slip. <laughs> Dares. Okay. Storm. You are not going to think of something that bothers me as much as foot bothers you. Nothing bothers you. Lots of things bother me. Nothing that matters. You're just way more sensitive. You're like, oh my God, horse flies. Oh, get away from me. That doesn't, I don't have any horse flies. I've never yeah. had to worry about that. Yeah. Those don't bother me at all. I've never, ever had to worry about them. Oh my God, is that a mouse? That too. Never worry. Nope. They've never been around me. Freak out. I've never had to deal with that. And Jessica, if if you break a leg, we got to put you down. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I'm not going to break a leg. Really strong. Just saying, stop freaking out. Very healthy. Snore. Salad. State. Song. Spore. Spade. Sprite. Spawn. You're really bad at this. I've already named like six bangers. <laughs> oh man. Let's all I'm just really stare at Jacob until he figures it out. Don't stare at me. Don't stare at me. Don't do it. I'm going to just look at this. Hold on. Random word. Random word finder. Here we come. Hold on. Got a generator right here. It was bam with an exclamation mark. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to do bam. Totally. All right. Bam. It is. We'll bam it up. Bam. Let's do it. All right. Thank you guys for joining. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Is it, is it bam? Bam. The scene's gone. Yeah. Is it bam? Are you asking if that's the name of is the that, chef? Is that how? No, 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 no. Bam. And the scene is gone. Is that the one? Is it bam? Kaboom. Is it kaboom? Oh, kaboom. Boom. And the scene is gone. I don't, never, now I don't know. You're confusing me. <laughs> Ba 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 
sounds right, but I, I don't think it is. Bam. Just assume you're wrong. That's usually what I do. Oh, I never assume I'm wrong. 